You are Locked on Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Zambrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. You can find Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, and online at fanstreamsports.com and the Fanstream Sports app. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. Today's episode of Locked on Rays is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Ulysses, you know what I noticed? I noticed that this is going to be one of the last few Fridays, true baseball free Fridays for a while. So there's actually going to be... We're, we're done talking about, you know, clouds and... Pretty much, yeah. Trees, yeah, all that. Yeah. There's actually going to be, we expect, live MLB within a couple weeks. So we thought, we think, this is a great opportunity. You've got a little bit of time here to catch up or watch some baseball movies, right? I mean, this is, you're you're really not going to have time in the Mm -hmm. 60-game sprint. It it would be unwise to, oh, I'm going to spend my Friday night watching a a baseball movie. No, you should be watching MLB on a Friday Live night. There is MLB. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's definitely some topics that we could get into regarding the Rays, but we'll be doing that. We'll be pushing some of those things to next week. For example, MLB Network calling the Rays perhaps the most dangerous team in baseball. I would agree. Being a professional sports franchise based in Florida is pretty dangerous right now. I I would agree with them (laughs) on that sentiment. Stu Sternberg making his uh, yearly hour-long interview with members of the media and talking about various things. We'll get into that at some point, I'm sure. We we will, and it's it's just very Stu-like to put a damper on people's emotions. But, you know, I'll leave that for next week. A little tip here. I did find out. I did discover that he was not one of the six to eight owners that didn't want to play baseball this season. Wow. Investigative reporter right there. Mm -hmm. I heard it on a podcast and I think it was Josh Tolentino who put it out there. So, I mean, it makes sense. You've you've got a team that has, it could be competing for a world series. It's your window. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So baseball movies, we've been discussing this on Twitter. Uh, You mentioned, on Monday, a baseball quote, I'm probably butchering it here, but a season is still a season no matter how long. What is that from? What is that line from? Am I even right on the quote? I, I could have butchered it a little bit. It's, it, it, yeah, you're, you're, you're very close. Um, it's, we pulled up, put, put a poll out there, a couple polls out there, and mm-hmm. this movie actually got the least votes. So maybe it's because... I'm going to go with people haven't seen it rather than they didn't like it. Okay. That movie is 61. Okay. It's a a historical drama set in 1961. 
when Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle were going through the home run chase trying to break Babe Ruth's record. But unfortunately for for Roger, um, Mm -hmm. he never saw his record without an asterisk because that was the first season of 162 games, uh, which gave him eight more games than the Babe. And so it became kind of a thing that that we've been talking about for the last month, month and a half of what if somebody hits 400? What if somebody does this and that? Um, Do you put an asterisk on it? And he actually had to live through that. So that's one of my favorite baseball movies. And I'm just guessing uh, not a lot of people have seen it, but it's really, really good. What's funny, I have not seen 61. I also, there's actually a shocking amount of baseball movies classics as you would say that i've not seen i've not seen bull durham i've not seen the natural i've not seen a league of their own movies i have seen i have seen sandlot i have seen fever pitch i have seen the rookie based on devil rays jim morris i have seen moneyball mr 3000 rookie of the year (laughs) angels in the outfield major league can you tell i i was raised in the early 90s and early 2000s yeah. a lot of those those movies peaking there during that time period well i mean I, I think major league for a lot of people is like the number one baseball movie it's just so so good you know it takes yeah. you through the whole season and that's really that's really nice for me i always like historical um you know pieces so the natural is really really cool too um let, let me ask you what is your all-time favorite baseball movie if you had to pick, if you're, if there's only one movie you can watch or one movie you'd recommend to maybe it, it doesn't even have to be, it could be a baseball fan. It could be somebody that's not a huge baseball fan. Is there a, a particular movie you'd be like, okay, here, sit down, watch this right now. I think it has to be major league, mm-hmm. but 61 and fever pitch are are right up there. I think Fever Pitch is hilarious. I love Fever Pitch. I will say I that. Think, Even though it's based on the Red Sox, yeah, I, but Jimmy I, Fallon, Fairly <laughs> Brothers, all that. Yeah, I think it's it's so. I mean, I'm a Drew Barrymore, uh, yeah. you know, fan. So yeah, she's uh, and and Jimmy is so funny in that movie. Really, I I, I don't care. Maybe it's 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 really uh, simple jokes, but I um I'm, I'm a can we can we get our hands on some Yankees toilet paper? That New would, York I know, that's paper. one thing I've always wanted. I'm like, how do you get Yankees toilet paper? That's something that Yankees or, or Red Sox fans and Rays fans can't agree upon. Yeah. Is Yankees toilet paper. And the, and the Blue to, Jays and the Orioles. You can throw everybody in there. We might have to talk to our buddy uh, Gabrielle from Locked on Red mm-hmm. Sox and see if she's got some, some info on that. Right, right. Well, here, the, the one movie I would hundred percent recommend to anybody. It's just my favorite baseball movie. Really one of my favorite movies of all time. You mentioned it. We mentioned it. Major League. Yeah. Major League. And I think even though it was made in 1989, it still holds up and you don't have to just be a baseball fan, but if you're a baseball fan, I think you can appreciate it even more. And if you have a sense of humor, you can appreciate it even more. I mean, you, it, it covers all the tropes basically. Yeah. You've got the you've got the wild, intense, crazy, and accurate closer. You've got the gruff manager. You've got the hated owner who wants to relocate the team. Uh, sound familiar, Rays fans? Just saying. Yeah, exactly. We've got the you know the past is prime catcher. Oh, when should I hang it up? Is this my last year? 
you know, I, I just don't know if I'm in for this. You got the, the prima donna. prime rotation arm trying to, yes. to do whatever he can to stay in the major leagues. I mean, it's the, the preachy third veteran who can, the third baseman who can't catch a damn ground ball. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's great. It, I think it's fantastic. Major do League you, has to definitely be that top movie. I think. Do you have a favorite character from Major League? Uh, I'm gonna be really simple and and, and go with uh, Charlie Sheen. With the wild, yeah, he's thing. good. Yeah. Pre-Tiger Blood, Tiger Sheen, yes. by the way. Pre-Tiger yeah. Blood. I, I was kind yeah. of a fan of Wesley Snipes, Willie Mays Hayes, speedy yeah. leadoff hitter who only hits pop-ups. But, you know, he, he did the Aussie Timmons, though. He needed to do those push-ups. Yeah, I know. That was the thing. That was the yeah. difference. I, I will say, I don't know if I have a, like, a particular favorite line from that movie, but just any scene that involves Bob Euchre, and him having to cover yes. his microphone, and you can see the empty beer bottles <laughs> as he's announcing the game. Like, that is classic. And it was, yeah. it was then that I realized, oh, Bob Uecker is actually like a real announcer. He actually calls games for the Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah. Like, that, that's, that's even better. Yeah, yeah To that, have him on there do that with his own character is fantastic. With a bottle of Jack um, next to him, it's great. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit outside. Classic. Yeah, my, Major yes. League has to to be number one for for me and i'm glad that you agreed too it's right up there um besides movies tv shows have you have you have you ever watched eastbound and down yes it's funny it's yeah it's funny it's a little bit more adult for for those that don't know it that is true but uh it's a laugh it's a laugh for sure Mm -hmm. if you're a fan of danny mcbride if you're over 18 (laughs) <laughs> uh, it's about a former big leaguer who returns to his hometown and becomes a substitute teacher. And of course, uh, you by that description, yes, you can kind of see how his life is, has fallen apart a little bit. Um, we got some comments on Twitter on some of our listeners' favorite baseball movies from Willie Placata. One, he says the Sandlot or Moneyball. Yes. Moneyball. I mean, I might watch it tonight. It's, it's, it's a good Solid movie, and, and a re- I mean, it's got an all-star cast too. Besides Brad Pitt, there's Jonah Hill, Philip C- Seymour Hoffman, Robin Wright. I mean, yeah, I, I, I prefer the book, but the movie's good too. Um, Ray's Fangio, Eight Men Out. I have not seen that one. I'm not Ooh, sure what I'll it's about. To, you know what? I I saw it when I was a kid, and I liked it, but it's been maybe 15 years since I've seen it. So mm-hmm. that's something to rewatch before we get some baseball. Yes, and then uh, Samuel Bayless, Bartram13 on Twitter says, The Rookie. So oh, Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. I, I, every time that's on, which is usually TBS, um, mm-hmm. yeah, you have to stop by and, and watch it. I, I love that movie. Good, wholesome, heartfelt movie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it, it's a little bit of the antithesis of Major League, if you will, as far as <laughs> yeah. things go. So. Rays fans, baseball fans, anybody, take this time now. Time is running out to watch some baseball movies before we think you're going to have Major League Baseball, live Major League Baseball on your television screens. All right, we have baseball trivia coming up next. But first, rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. 
Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Okay, Ulysses, it is our recurring Friday segment of baseball trivia, and it is my turn to grill you. And the topic today is 60-game stretches. Who would have thunk it? Uh, Courtesy, of course, MLB.com for coming up with these. I did not do the research. I just ripped and read, baby. Ripped and read. Um, Okay, so... Got a, I think I've got five or six here, and uh, we'll have a little fun with them. All right, this first one. Okay. Which player has the best batting average over any 60-game stretch? I can give you choices as well. I'm going to go with Ted Williams. Very good guess. Incorrect. I'll give you the other three choices. It could be Pete Rose. It could be Joe DiMaggio. Or it could be Rogers Hornsby. Ooh, I'm going to go with Hornsby. Hornsby is correct. Do you want to take a little bit of a guess at what that 60-game stretch batting average was? This is in history. 435. A little bit higher. 466. Wow. He did that between June 21st and August 29th of 1924. Something tells me the pitchers weren't quite as good as they are <laughs> in more modern times. The mound, um, yeah, all of that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, which player has the most hits of any 60-game stretch? Joe DiMaggio? Incorrect. I'll give you choices. Pete Rose, Ty Cobb, Ichiro Suzuki, or your boy... Jose Altuve. Oof. I'm going to go with... Ooh, I want to go Altuve, but I'll go with Suzuki. Ichiro. You are correct. Bonus point. How many hits did he rack up between July 1st and September 6th of 2004? That 60-game stretch. I'm going to go with 89. Over 100. I'll give you another one. It's over 100. 112. 121. What? So he was averaging more than two hits a game during that 60-game stretch. That had to be the year where he had, what, 262 hits, something like that? 256, I think. You know what? That that That's incredible. That's I mean, some guys have good seasons when they hit 120, you know, in a season. Yeah. He did that in 60 games. Wow. I, w- I would have loved to know what his batting average was, but I guess it, it had to be lower than, what was it, 466 of Rogers Hornsby. It was probably because yeah. Ichiro was probably going two for five every game at the top of the order. Right, and, exactly. And it was probably Oof. just under 400 or right around 400. Um, okay. Which player has the most home runs over any 60-game stretch? Oh, Barry Bonds. You are correct. No choices needed. <laughs> you want to take a guess how many home runs he slugged between April 13th and June 23rd of 2001. I'm going to go with 38. Oh, man. 37. Oof. Which, again. I'm killing it. I'm killing it, buddy. 
Man, oh man, you're yeah, you're like doing you killed very that ball. Good. Yeah. Oh my god. Was the ball juice back then? Oh no, he was. <laughs> no, somebody else. <laughs> yeah, somebody else was. Um, which pitcher has the most strikeouts? Okay, this is again. We're assuming. Uh, 60 game season, a guy gets a start every five days. So, which pitcher has the most strikeouts over any 12 game starts stretch? Does that make sense? Yes. So, 12 uh, starts, 115. Any... Well, I'm, I'm telling, I'm asking you which, who, who's that pitcher Ooh, who okay, has okay, the most strikeouts? Okay. Um, Nolan Ryan. I don't even need to give you guesses. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right on the right. money. Okay. Between May 14th and July 4th of 1977, how many strikeouts did Nolan Ryan compile in the in that 12-game stretch? Okay. Well, let's do easy math. 12-game stretch. 10 per. That would be 120. But let's say he went off a little bit. Let's say 134. You are really close. You are really close. One hundred and forty-two. Another bonus on top of a bonus. Do you know okay. how many strikeouts roughly he had that year, that entire year? Oh man, uh, probably like I'm gonna go three fifty-six. Very close. Three forty-one. Three hundred and forty-one. <laughs> Mister Nolan Ryan. Wow. Okay. What is the best record for any team in the first 60 games of a season? And this is baseball history. Now I'm going to let you try to guess it right out of the gate, then I can give you some choices. Easy. 40-20. Okay. Incorrect. Here's your choices. 41-19, 44-16, 48-12, 54-6. Can't be the last one. That's stupid. I'm going to go with B. Option B, Kevin. Okay. It's actually C, 48-12. and 12. Wow. The 1912, wow. your 1912 New York Giants <laughs> off to a 48 and 12 start on their way to finishing 103, oh. 48 and 3. That's uh, right. They, they had uh, Eli Manning playing with them. I guess so, yeah. yeah 100 years yeah, ago, true. they had Eli yeah. Manning back there. Uh, they ultimately lost to the Red Sox in the World Series. Maybe the Red Sox were using Apple Watches back then. Who knows? Was, was that the last. Red Sox uh, World Series victory, maybe? I think so, yeah. Before, you know. The Bambina? Was maybe ended, maybe a yeah. couple more they won, but uh, yeah. or maybe one more. It was one of the last ones, I would say. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, okay, what is the worst record for any team in the first 60 games of a season? Oh, okay. Um, I'll, I'll go opposite that. 12 uh, and uh, 48. Okay, I'm just going to give it to you. I'm not even going to give you choices. I'm going to say I'm going to give it to you. It was actually 11 and 49. Oh, okay. Close. The 1932 Red Sox started <laughs> just 11 and 49 nice. in route to finishing 43 and 111. I hope we have some cool stats in this this 60 game season. Just oh, some it's happening. stats that'll come out. It's going to be great. I can't wait for it, man. I'm 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 psyched. 
I'm yes, psyched. It will. And my baseball fandom is psyched. Yeah. Mine is too. All right, that wraps up this edition of Locked On Rays. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On MLB. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you next week.